We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the eighth episode of the Golden Bears podcast, the Bearcast. Do you hear that intro music? That that's beautiful. I, you know, it's a sound for sore ears. <laughs> I, I mean, we we really didn't know what to start off this podcast with, so uh, here you guys go. It's it's the team chanting the Bear Territory chant. I mean, that's, that's I don't know it's what as American as apple pie. <laughs> Apple pie? What about uh, McDonald's? Chicken McNuggets? Uh, Chicken nuggets? I'm, I can't do it. I haven't been to McDonald's <laughs> for a good 12 years now. That's one of those things I have to eat at least once a year, I think. The chicken yeah. nuggets, I think it's a... It's a it's, I don't know what it is. It's just... I figure lunch. you can get something... You can get the huge bags of stuff from Costco and... It'll taste about the town. same? Yeah. All right. Plus, you have the ability to put it in your own oven and make it nice and crispy. That is true. This is true. Good you don't stuff. know what oil has been that thing has been in and yeah. all that nonsense. I mean, you don't know where this other stuff is really been made either. But still, <laughs> it feels better. If it so, says if it says organic, if it says organic, yeah, you have like Rocky the free range chicken. <laughs> exactly, that they do exactly. There at, uh, Aunt Mary's air chilled. Yeah. yeah, all that good stuff. All stuff from Petaluma and stuff like. Yeah, that, that is that is true. It's all it is all local. So you're not getting it from too far away. That is true. Talking about local games, um, um, this week of college football, we did not have a game, so locally yes. we had zero. We got um, to do other stuff with our time. We did. Probably was it still wasn't that productive. We but. did. You know what? Let's talk about that in the, in the next segment. For now, um, you're, I mean, the three headlines I wrote down in our program when I was typing this up is Memphis taking down Ole Miss. Yeah, they could. Uh, something I saw earlier was they should join the Big 12. Yeah. If only because they they can get a big sugar daddy donor and yeah. the FedEx guy. Yeah. They uh, they're closer to West Virginia, so they'll have someone to play. I mean, they they, they they're good. I, they're really good. I mean, the team. I mean, the the athletics program. You know, for basketball too, with John, Josh Pashner oh, out there. Yeah. They're, they they're good. Um, and so. the, the history with, of that with Calipari. Exactly. And, exactly. With Derrick Rose and that and, that uh, whole. Well, what's the other dude? Um, who played with Derrick Rose that year? When they went to the finals against Kansas. Uh, there was a there was a few. There was uh, Chris Douglas Mc, uh, Roberts. There you go. That's the guy Chris Douglas Roberts. Uh, Joey Dorsey was CDR. on that. Yeah. Um, Don't understand why 
Douglas Roberts didn't have a bigger career, but I thought he was better than Derrick Rose was. At the level. time, yeah, yeah, he was. He was outstanding. Um, he was definitely one of my favorite college players at yeah, the time. Yeah, totally. But uh, beyond the point, um, the next one was LSU still undefeated. Well, they less miles, less is more. The Mad Hatter. Yes, crazy grass eating person. He'd fit. He'd fit in well around here. He would. He yeah. would. We're not. We're not insinuating anything. Him and Tony Franklin could form the unholy alliance. Dear God, that offense would. <laughs> I don't. It'd be scary. It'd be really scary if We'd they could use fully. More. We would. We would, but we would also have a punishing running back. Yeah, um, along to go with side Tony what? Franklin's passing craze, yeah. um, and then also, oh God, uh, and finally, oh hello, hello Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Um, uh, nice to see you back in college football. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Michigan State uh, beats Michigan on the final play of the game. I. Uh, there were some people tweeting. So bad for that punter. Yeah, there were people tweeting. Uh, I, I read one of your tweets as well, <laughs> um, uh, but a lot of people were tweeting about this. Was this was this the second best like game ending play after the play? Um, it it's not even as good as the kick six from a couple of years ago. Yeah, because this one was just a mistake that got taken. I feel like plays that are like a missed field goal that. Honestly, field goals are tough from 50 yards, and that getting returned, that's... Yeah, and that, I mean, the the punter, I think, as soon as I, as soon as soon he felt the kick go off his hands, or the, the snap, I think rationally, in his head, all he could think about... Because, I mean, realistically, all he needed to do was go to ground. That, yeah. that could have been better. But the fact that he, 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 he was so zoned in on, I need to kick this... Yeah. That that backfired on him even more, you know, on the car Yepromanian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super Bowl seven. Yeah, so he tried to he tried to pick it up like turn and rugby kick it at the same time, but he whiffed and then it just. He is a former Australian rules football player too. Oh, he is. Yeah, I I looked it up this morning. There's a bit on Joe Tessitore on ESPN. He was talking about how we've reached kind of a low in human society for sending this kid death threats. And suicide requests and whatnot. It's a serious issue, which sucks when, because whenever this happens, there's going to be some dumbasses on. Am I allowed to say dumbasses? Um, well, I have now, so <laughs> we'll go with it. You can say it on PG television. So, but there's always going to be someone who's going to say something that's just crude, obscene, and horrible for the situation. And you can't have that. And this kid, he's accomplished a lot. He's a master's student, actually. That's Michigan. incredible. Yeah, he, or he's something like that, or he's getting his PhD, or something is, ridiculous. Is this the year of like missed special team opportunities? I guess so. Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, usually special teams, you think of it's just routine. It's just you know, there's always been the cries of, do we really need special teams in the game? Like, uh, you do, make it special. <laughs> So far, they have. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, if you didn't get to watch that final play of the game, please go watch it. the The call was epic as well, you know, on ESPN, and but it, it elicited some genuine emotion out of the guy, which t- 
to that point had not been felt. Yeah, you know, and there's that picture of the, you know they showed Desmond Howard on the sideline about uh, five Smiling, seconds before that play went up. off. Yeah, with the thumbs up and. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they won the game and sorry Des you're wrong again oh lord and you know he tweeted out a picture this morning too of him on an, on a private jet with uh, you know just sitting there with his two thumbs up same smile and he's like everything's fine go blue and I'm like N- I, no I'm, <laughs> probably not I, <laughs> did someone check the alcohol cabinet behind there to see if it was uh, you know yeah. fully vacated he went back to wherever he lives with an empty bottle of Grey Goose and a signed pair of Harvaz khakis <laughs> Um, that being said, um, alcohol, um, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not something we should really be joking about. Much like the Wu-Tang Clan, it is nothing to be messed around with. Exactly. Um, and on, on that note too, um, news broke out, uh, this week of Steve Sarkeesian taking an absence of leave, actually, leave uh, of absence. Leave of absence. I am sorry. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Leave of absence. Leave of absence. We actually got that news right after we had finished recording the podcast. Hence, it was not in our podcast. Fired the next day. Exactly. Um, and so, and then on top of that uh, news yesterday, USC's uh, AD, Pat Hayden, collapsed on the field um, yeah. pregame uh, to he the Notre Dame game. ended up being all right. Yeah. It's yeah. a scary situation. Didn't yeah. It's terrible. Honestly, alcoholism is a, just, it affects a lot of people, a lot of families. Yeah. I'm glad that he's in treatment for it. But the one thing that hopefully he gets to know is that you have to want it to work. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. So, so best w- of luck to him. Yeah, yeah. We are uh, sending all our best wishes to Steve Arkeesian and for him to fully recover uh, from it and I mean, he's a good coach. Yeah. I th- he's a great recruiter as well, and I, you know, it, it would be nice to see him back coaching at some point. Um, I mean, we made fun of his. I've made fun of his coaching before, but I'm not sure if he was sloshed during one of the games or not. Yeah, I mean, news also came out that he was sloshed during the ASU game. Which so he's is, in the middle of a bad divorce. Yeah, so it's it's not an excuse. It's understandable, and hopefully, he can recover. I'm not sure if he'll coach again at this level. Yeah. May not as a head coach. May he'll be a coordinator or something. But best of luck to him. Hopefully he can recover. On that note, um, with the USC head coaching job open, um, there have been rumors all throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been rumors about Jim Mora. which that was just i don't under even understand it there was there was one article about sunny dykes potentially not happening um there was another one about um i saw mike tomlin and i thought that was ridiculous chip kelly is also has been talked about um yeah that one could happen and who else uh uh what's it um the oregon state coach that just left mike riley mike riley um, has been he's talked doing, about. He's not doing the greatest job at Nebraska. I can't see why they'd want him. Yeah, I mean, but I guess something when Pac-12, yeah. you know, with recruiting ties to the area, who probably. always ended up beating USC. Yeah, through weird circumstances. But here's the question mark. I read an article the, this week, um, ask or basically saying they need to go away from the Pete Carroll tree of coaching. Yeah. Is that? Do you think that's the right call? I mean, with even with the or uh, the offensive coordinator that's that's uh, taking control right now, Clay Helton. Clay Helton. He's taken over as interim before once. Yeah, he took over after uh, Ogeron resigned after he wasn't hired for the full time job. Yeah, so he's done that. Now he's back again. He's under that 
that tree. Mm-hmm. They made a huge. I don't think. I think personally, they made a huge mistake when they didn't sign Orderon. Yeah, same here. Um, but if so, if that's the case, wh- which way do they go? Do you go with? Do you not make that same mistake again and go with the interim head coach that knows everyone that knows the recruiting and what to do, or do you go in a totally different direction and just reboot the entire I, program? I wouldn't be surprised if they decided. You know what? We're gonna. Last two guys that we've gotten under this tree haven't worked out. We're going to try to do something about it. So one one area I'd look at would be the head coach of Toledo right now. Oh, yeah. Is there having a lot of success? I'm looking up his name at the moment. But You know what? I, for me personally, a dark horse would be uh, Coach Cuddycliffe from Duke. Oh, yeah. I think that, that what he's done with that Duke program over the last couple uh, few seasons – and if he can replicate that with the amount of resources and the recruiting just pipelines that he has at USC, I don't see why he wouldn't be one of those coaches that turns around a program in, in six months. Yeah, and he – I mean, do you look at Duke? It's been a f- basketball school forever. Of course. And he's made it into something that competes in the ACC every A year. top 25 program. Yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of nerds. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, granted, they got blown out by Johnny Menzel in Texas A&M in that Chick-fil-A Bowl a few yeah, years back. But um, but still, they're making bowl games. You would never have thought of that. My freshman year at uh, at Cal, they uh, Duke and Northwestern played, and it was the loser of that team would – or the loser of that game wins the status of a longest losing streak in NCAA history. Wow. So if that if that happened then I mean this is I I mean I was in college and, uh, I was a freshman in 2007 so it's it's not even been 10 years yeah. and the fact that he's brought that program that far that quickly that's it's insane and so it's what he could fantastic if we can do that at USC yeah hey, that'd be pretty good for that fan base and then um and everyone there Yeah I just found this guy his name's Matt Campbell he's 35 years old This he's is the Toledo Toledo coach he's an Ohio native so he worked as a GA for Bowling Green, O-line coach there, O-line coach with Toledo, their offensive coordinator, and he's been coaching there for the last four years. So, so you could get a young guy like that. I'm not sure if you could get him, if but you probably could if you're USC. I mean, the allure of just a, a powerhouse program like that, I think. You that don't... and money, yeah, for uh, one. Yeah. You got, a, you got a whole lot of ducats going there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's also you got to handle the pressure of being yeah. under the spotlight in L.A. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, in the limelight, commercial free. Yeah. As they say. Yep. And, you know, I mean, people are going to say, why do you guys spend so much time on the USC head coach? And on, well, I mean, it's a Pac-12 school. We play them every year. It's yeah, pretty important to talk. beat them since 2003. Yeah. I so was it's, in sixth grade. It's pretty important to talk about a head coaching change that they might possibly have. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was the big news um, coming out this week. Um, yeah. You know what? Uh, so yeah, we did not have a game this week. <laughs> we were on a bye. Yeah. Um, this schedule, I was looking at you know the timing of the schedule. This bye week like works out perfectly because we come out of the bye week into a Thursday night game, which technically would have been a short week if we had yeah. a game. But so then we've had good twelve days between yeah. games, and then on top of that, we go into USC having started an early game, but we have twelve days to prep for them, or nine, or days nine days, nine days yeah. to prep for them. So a little more than a week. So yeah, so prep time for UCLA, prep time for USC. That's 
that'll help. And yeah. the whole Tony Franklin system shtick is that you're just repeating things over and over again yeah. until they get down. And they have, and they will. Um, so yeah, let's. What'd you do? What'd you do on this bye week, Trace? What? Uh, I worked, sat around, drank beer. You know, normal stuff. Played with like my a, dog. Sounds like a pretty good weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think that's about the same for me as well. Other than the fact that I went to um, Pac-12 basketball media days this week, yeah. which I'll which I'll talk about later. Yeah, Rob did work this uh, week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, my bye week was pretty similar to yours. I I don't think I can't think of anything off the top of my head which I did like that was out of this world. No. Um. But yeah, actually, last Saturday, um, before the before the Utah game, uh, our church had a charity bowl event. Hmm. So there was like eight eight teams, eight uh, flag football teams playing. So one of my buddies who helped organize it asked me to come take pictures. So I was there all day taking pictures and Good times. this. This past week, I just went through all the pictures, vetting through, making sure there were no, you know, people's faces. I'll say this. People's faces when they're playing sports and you have a photographer there, like an actual <laughs> with a real camera. <laughs> the, the, I mean, if you're wearing a football helmet, like you can't really tell. But, you know, it's it's flag. A lot of faces, yeah. very distorted. And pictures they would never want on the Internet ever. Um, Hope it wasn't com- didn't evolve into full contact there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were, there were some moments where, you know, you know, bodies are going to make contact and you just see like on immediate contact heads and faces flailing in certain directions. And... Yeah. There, 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 there's more fighting in flag football at Berkeley than there was in playing high school football. So yeah. I know how these things go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty fun looking through those photos and seeing pictures of people's faces yeah. and just, you know, because they're, you know, when people are running, like trying to go full steam ahead, it's, <laughs> they're not making the, they're not smiling. Yeah. They're grunting, <laughs> making faces of consternation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a uh, pretty fun. Um, other than that, um, yeah, there was nothing for me. Uh, any other notes no. for you, Trace? Got a cat. I'm allergic to cats. But you got a cat. Yeah, that was mostly my girlfriend on that one. But it's a nice cat. I can only spend 30 minutes in the same room with it until my eye swells up and turns completely red. So is it one of those situations where you're sitting on the couch and the cat walks in and you set a timer it's, for 30 minutes? It's in its own room for now because we have to introduce it to the dog okay, later okay. Yeah, yeah. and make sure that... They get along. Yeah, I have a blind dog, so she's kind of unaware of how to interact with things. Yeah. So, but she's been good with kittens that we've had around her. So we'll see. We'll see. That's a. I'll. I'll be. I'll ask you that again next week. <laughs> we'll see what happens when the cat meets. Luckily, uh, girlfriend has experience in introducing animals, so I'm not worried. <laughs> I can't get blamed for it, people. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's talk about the other Pac-12 games this week. Um, okay, something I know more about. Yes, something you know a lot more about. Um, there were uh, six games this week. Um, you know what? Let's let's start from the top. <laughs> Oof. Thursday night, um, number eighteen UCLA goes into number fifteen Stanford loses. Stanford beats UCLA fifty six to thirty five. Christian McCaffrey two hundred forty three yards on twenty five carries, four touchdowns. That Stanford offensive line is just dominant. They, I think it was the class of either twenty eleven or twenty twelve where they brought in a bunch of big guys. Andrus Pete was the biggest of yeah. them. He left early to go to the pros. Yeah. So he was a monster. Of a yeah, man. he's still a monster. Yeah, but 
they open up some huge, huge holes for the for McCaffrey. I, I'm realizing now that I sent out multiple tweets during that game that I did not spell McCaffrey correctly. <laughs> There's a second C. Yeah. I got that part. I just, the E and the R were in the wrong place for me. But McCaffrey, over almost 10 yards a carry, that's insane. If we can get them to replace him with Ed, be much happier. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I don't. I don't even know where to start about this game. This game, at the very beginning, um, looked like it might be close. It looked like it might be like a close contest, but all of a sudden, McCaffrey just said, "Nope, nope, nope. This no. is this is going to be a bit, uh, you know, a blowout game." And that catch by Awusu. Oh lord! Insane. Oh lord! Um, you know what? If you, I read, I watched the post game conference of this, and they say they said the last time they ran that exact play was with Luck and Ty Montgomery. Yeah. So that's a while ago. Yep. It's <laughs> a while ago before they ran this play. Uh, but yeah, it's a little trick play, you know. Good old reverse pass. Yeah, wildcat ish, right? Yeah, if I remember, if I remember this correctly, it's it's they had a wildcat formation. Hogan out on the jet line. sweep reverse yeah, with, pass. Yeah, with Hogan running the jet sweep part, and yeah, he was out at the receiver comes yeah. back around going to his left and just tucks it. He underthrew it too. Yeah, as oh, he, Kevin well, Hogan yeah. is apt to do. Well, definitely he underthrew that because it hit the back of the defender, and yeah. yet Uzu caught it. Jaleel dude, oh. he got kind of wrecked on that one. So, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, he will forever be on ESPN on, you know, those top 40 plays and whatnot. Well, so. he had good position, so you can say that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, no, he was face guarding, so yeah. he got a I mean, but flight for PI. You know what? If you're, a, if you're a, a DB at that point, do you really, do you really think the, the defender is going to be, or the, the receiver is going to be able to make that catch? Granted, you, you're face guarding him, so you have no idea where the ball is. But all of a sudden, you just feel like you know the you'll feel the pressure of the ball against your back and you'll feel like two hands yeah and like i don't know i don't know, I don't know why you don't just like spasm out yeah yeah yeah. or like you know just kind of like stick your butt out and you know and then just it just the but that that yeah. <laughs> i don't know what it would feel like if you're that if you're that cornerback or that safety on that play it's just you you're like not hugging him but he's hugging you and you're going to ground and then all of a sudden you get up and he has the ball in his hand yeah. and you're like what the heck just happened like, this this doesn't seem right. This isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow, wow. I mean, and I tweeted this out um, when I was watching that game, and I said, "There's there's a certain wide receiver um, in Berkeley, California, right now, looking his chops and looking at that, looking yeah. at that play, going, I'm going to one up it. That's going to be very tough to do. He has that to be like true. upside down and on fire <laughs> with one shoe." With no hands, and a glove on his head or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I don't. Know. Or he's got. Oh no, he's got to switch his shoes and his gloves, and he's yeah. got to catch it with his feet behind a, a behind a DB's back. Catch it in his mouth like he's a golden <laughs> retriever. So what he's gonna do? Throw his helmet off mid mid play. Catch it in his helmet. Is that legal? No. <laughs> is that? I'm looking that at it. That is very illegal in the context of the game, and I doubt you could do it anyway. Because oh. it would bounce right off those uh, ear oh, yeah. pads that they have in there, are pretty hard. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And those, and those, those are uh, the college and NFL balls. They're pumped, like you know, unless you're Tom Brady, but they're they're pumped yeah. really, really hard. They've gotten better for um, 
Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Cal still uses the Nike Vapor ones, yeah, they which do. are a little more tacky and yeah. easier to grip than the old ones they had. Yeah, but the Wilson, those those Wilson NFL ones, like yeah. when you pump it up fully, it, it hurts to yeah. catch. That's why everyone wears gloves now, just yeah. to give you that extra cushion. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be going on with broken fingers every week. Yeah, I remember, um, was it Vernon Davis, I think, um, when Kaepernick first came into the league, he said uh, they used to wear two gloves. Because Kaepernick used to throw so hard. They should. That guy take their head off. Yeah. So that's... They should. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. That's the, besides the point. Um, but yeah. Uh, Stanford's still undefeated. Um, well, they in the Pac-12 at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. They lost one to Northwestern. But... So in the Pac-12. For us, they do need to lose at least one game for us. To us. To us. But and would to that someone help? else. You know what? It probably would. It probably would, but they would still need to lose to at least one more team to to fully help us. Yeah. To though, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm not an expert. If we beat them, we'd go to the championship game if we didn't lose another game. So Yeah, so that means we have to win out the next three or which four. Which I think we it's, we're capable it's of it. Doable. And with how the other teams are playing, which we'll talk about in a little bit, yeah. but it's doable. Um so yeah, let's let's move on to the next one. Uh, uh, Utah at Arizona State, or oof. Arizona State at Utah. Excuse me. The Utes stay perfect, thirty-four eighteen. Booker gets a hundred. Wilson almost goes for three hundred. Everyone goes home. Yeah, that was kind of expected. It was, but the, the crazier part was I was watching this game. This game, it was a rain game. Uh huh. And it was raining sheets. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was thunderstorms. Yeah, it stuff. was raining a lot. But the fact that Wilson. Threw close to 300 yards in amidst that rain. I was really impressed. Yeah, it's over 70% completion percentage, too. Oh, 26 of 36, 297. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think today's game was definitely – I mean, when they played – when we played them two weeks ago, I don't think it was – that was a Devontae Booker game. Yeah, that was Booker. Every one-yard game became four yards, and yeah. every four-yard became ten yards. Yeah. But today's game, I think, definitely – I think – the the ball the game ball I think for me goes to Wilson Wilson yeah. had an outstanding game he's turning into college Tebow yeah I still taller think, yeah taller can run I think he's a little bit game. more he's got a bit more build maybe it's the, because of the fact he's taller his throwing motion is still horrific oh yeah that's just like Tebow unorthodox but it I mean he got it done yeah he gets it done that's all that matters right. Uh, and then, of course, the next one. This one was a big one. Uh, USC at number 14, Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins 41-31. Yeah. Kessler throws for 365 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, CJ Pro, Procise, 143 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns on 19 carries. Juju Smith-Schuster, 139 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's he's very good, Juju. Uh, they had that one trick play. The double pass that, oh, yeah. that he caught, I believe. Yeah. That was impressive setup, and they just got him on that. I mean, not only Juju, but Adderick Jackson. Yeah. Oh, Lord. He's oh. very, very, very quick. <laughs> Can Our quick d- really even describe that guy? I, uh, I don't even know. I... He turned on the ludicrous split speed. Everything went to plaid for a moment. <laughs> yeah, that guy is something else playing all three sides of the ball. Yeah, it's and I, I was watching this game and I was, 
I was blown away by the fact that he can go top speed every single snap that he's playing. Yeah, he's, he's not tired at all. He don't get tired, just yeah. like Darius White. Yeah, IDGT. Yeah, um, yeah, but Notre Dame outplayed him. I honest question for a second: Why does everybody hate Notre Dame around here? Isn't it like the reason behind why you hate Duke basketball for Duke basketball? Well, I don't hate Duke, so. But you, you know why most people hate Duke, right? It's just because they're because everyone hates Christian Leitner. Yeah, well, and yeah, yeah, and they're you know constantly winning titles and they're yeah, good. But Notre Dame hasn't won anything for a long time. They do, but it, maybe it's the history history fact. Maybe yeah. maybe Notre Dame is the East Coast version of why we hate SC. Probably. Yeah, I think that that may be the right analogy. I mean, I from my standpoint. I, they haven't won a title in my lifetime. They have nice colors. I enjoy their fight song. I mean, they've had some great college players, though. Yeah, we got to make fun of the, one of their guys' fake girlfriends. For <sighs> That's still still going. It's still going. We had a long—a uh, friend and I had a long Snapchat spree of us uh, taking pictures of Lene Kekua doing stuff. Oh. Like he took a picture of a bulldozer with no one in it. She's oh. doing construction. Oh, my gosh. She's in the shower. Oh, I can't do that. I mean, I did that, but then I'm a Chargers fan, so as soon as he got drafted by us, I was just— I can't do it anymore. I just can't. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why in particular. I mean, for me, you know, Notre Dame has a little special place in my heart because this is the school that my dad wanted to attend. Um, and when I was applying to college, I did apply to Notre Dame. I applied early as well because I really did want to go to Notre Dame. Um, our fight song in high school is the Notre Dame fight song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um, so, yeah, I, and, you know, I, I liked watching Notre Dame football growing up with the Brady Quins and the, you know, the, um, what's it, the Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Clausen's a little bit later, but, um, you know, that, I, I, the Golden Tates. Yeah. And, you know, I, I loved watching the Notre Dame. I, Golden Tate's still pretty young, too, but. Uh, one of my favorite um, NFL players, uh, Tim Brown. There you Notre go. Dame guy. There you go. Um, so yeah, I loved watching the Notre Dame team. So I don't know why people hate on them, but I mean, every, it it's probably for the same reason as Duke. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't find it in my heart to hate them to that level. Yeah. Um, and then the next game, uh, Washington State beats Oregon State at home, fifty-two to thirty-one. Luke the Falk, volcano. the volcano. 407 yards, six touchdowns. Five of those in the first half. Or wait, was it five of those in the first half? It might have been six. All in the first half. Yeah, all in the first half. Dom Williams, 151 yards receiving on 11 receptions for two touchdowns. The crazier part, Seth Collins, Oregon State quarterback, ran 23 times for 124 yards in a touchdown. He's a good running quarterback. He's not a passing quarterback. Definitely not. But he'll get there, honestly. Or they'll bring someone in who can. So I think he's a I don't yeah, he his talent level I think is like a three or four year starter and yeah. then he'll get his passing by his third year. For now he's just purely a running quarterback. Yeah, but Wazoo just killed him yeah. with the passing game. Falk is terrific in what he does. So Is Wazoo for real? I mean look at their I'm looking at their they received five votes in the, uh, I believe, the coaches' poll today. They did, and they're four and two. They're yeah. two and one in Pac-12 play. Did any of us expect this? No, no. <laughs> I mean, they beat Oregon. Yeah. Um, so, 
I mean, no one expected Oregon to be this at bad. the level that, that they're at right now. They're not bad. They just didn't have a good quarterback, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and then we'll move on to the next game. Arizona visiting Colorado. Arizona wins 38-31. to 31. It was so close for Colorado. They yeah. Could have, they could have pulled it out. Could have been a contender, but they weren't. Nope. So no. I'm very sad. Yeah. This, uh, I like Colorado. I liked going to uh, Boulder. And I mean, they have I'm, a beautiful field. I'm looking at their. I'm looking at their record. They're three and four, but they're zero and three in Pac-12 play. So, yeah. I mean, before the start of Pac-12 play, they th- they were three and one. That's not bad. Well, technically, they should be four and zero. Oh, or wait, no, never mind. That game's counted in there. I thought they had won their first game in Hawaii for a second. No, 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 no. I was thinking in the Nickel State game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not so good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, for Arizona, I think the big star of the game was, um, of course, Jared Jared Baker. Of course, yeah. Jared Baker, right? <laughs> yeah, 207 yards, two touchdowns on 23 carries. Where did that guy come from? <laughs> did Nick Wilson get injured or something? I, I did not. I don't know. I, I did not look that up. But, uh, yeah, of course, of course, Jared Baker would get us 200 yards. I'm not saying yeah. anything bad about you, Jared That's Baker. Insane. But, wow, um, good for you. Good for you, my man. Um, and lastly, ooh, Oregon at Washington. Oregon sneaks by 26-20. I looked at the box after this game, and it was apparently a lot. Oregon was up by 13 until, like, the last three minutes. This was so. a lot closer, um, too, because Washington was, I think, in my opinion, they were on a game-winning drive, uh, but... Jake Browning just got picked off, yeah. uh, you know, with I think 30 seconds left in the game or so. So, you it's know, a shame. yeah. But um, their drought reaches 12 years. So, yeah. I mean, Washington, Miles Gaskin, 18 carries for 155 yards and a touchdown. And they haven't been too great at running the ball so far this year. Yeah. They've been okay, but not super good. So, you know, every time Washington plays like this now, or close game, or wins in the Pac-12, it's better for our resume. Our strength of schedule just yeah, keeps same rising. Same with Washington State, and yep. same with Texas. Yep, yep. Every time same they with win, San Diego State. Same with Grambling. Yeah. Who recently improved to five and zero in the SWAC. They beat the number one H. Uh, there was a point in time where HBSC. I, yeah. I think there was a point in time in our schedule where Grambling State was the only team HBCU. we had beaten. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. No, but I think. There was a point in time in our schedule where Grambling State was the only team that we had beaten so far that had us that had a record above 500. Yeah, but so, that's changed. Yeah, that's changed drastically. Yeah, Washington State has the best record actually of the teams that we've beaten. Yeah, and we have the elusive quality loss. Yeah, against the Utah. elusive quality loss. Elusive. Yeah, it's no longer a moral victory; it is a quality loss. Yes. All right, uh, let's move on to the games next week. Uh, we will talk about the Cal game in a little bit, but um, on Saturday, Washington State at Arizona, 1 p.m. on Pac-12 Network. Mike Leach takes over the desert. Volcano. S- swings the, his sword. The volcano the erupts volcano. in the desert. The volcano erupts, burns all the cacti. <laughs> there will be sad times in Tucson, and many fret kids will have a lot of beer. You know what? I don't even so, know. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about this game. I, I mean, I love both coaches. Wazoo <laughs> is a very good run defense, so I think that'll probably be the key. Just stopping and containing um, Wilson Baker, Wilson, whoever the hell else Baker, they decide to throw yeah, out. And and of course Solomon too is a pretty good runner. Yeah. At times, so if he plays, yeah, yeah I think he played. He played so. this week too. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, um, the the next big one on the list, uh, 4.30 p.m. on Fox, number three, Utah at USC. If Utah manages to win this one, it'll it'll be probably what cements them as the championship contender as they are. Because it's tough to play in the Coliseum, no matter Champ- how he's lost. Wait, wait, asterisk little there. Is it champion Pac-12 or champion college playoff? Champion of champions. Okay. They're good enough. Their defense is good enough to do whatever they want. So, yeah. And Wilson and Devontae Booker, as good of a one-two punch as you're going to get. Ever. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, the next one, uh, 7.30 p.m. on Pac-12, Colorado at OSU. Ah, the barn burner, <laughs> cellar dwellers. You know what? This no game actu- either, this so. actually might be fun to watch. Yeah, totally be fun to watch. <laughs> Because I have no vetted interest in either team. Yeah, I hope Colorado Uh, wins. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm hoping Oregon State does. I'm a big fan of Storm Bar's Woods. Yeah. Or Storm Woods Bar. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't know which one comes first. Scranton Wilkes Bar. (laughs) Maybe. Um, And then the last game of that night is uh, Washington at number 10 Stanford, 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. Washington always seems to have Stanford's number. As they did last year, but I don't know if that makes a difference this year. As Stanford has kicked it into gear, which scares me, and I hate saying that too. You know what? If if Washington can pull this out, if if, if. it's a big if, but if Washington can pull this out, my oh my, that is the pure definition of cannibalism in the Pac-12 this year. I'm all for cannibalism, really. Oh, really? In the Pac-12. Well, I mean, at this point, the only person that the only team or person the only team that's ever, that hasn't cannibalized itself is Utah. Yeah. You know, so. And I mean, we haven't cannibalized ourselves. Not yet. Not yet. Hopefully, hopefully, not at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping for a. Yeah, not at all. I'm hoping ho- for a rosy finish to this yeah. year. Please, please, please. My great grandpa died waiting for another one. I'm not going to let that happen again. <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about our game. Finally, we have something to talk about in terms of Finally. talent. Finally, we have a preview we can talk about. Oh, all right, number 19, California Golden Bears strolls into the Rose Bowl to face UCLA at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Yes, I will be there. It shall be nice, uh, hopefully. Yeah, a nice breezy 6 p.m. game Yeah. In, in, in Pasadena. In Pasadena, down there on the Rose Bowl. Great place to watch a game if you've never been. It is. It is actually a very, very nice stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I, I think you can sit anywhere in the stadium. It doesn't have to be the nice seats. It, yeah, you've you, got a great. You've got view. a great view no matter where you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's start off our previews, Trace. Um, what we want to see in this game? Well, obviously, I want to see a win. <laughs> but just seeing. Besides Jer- that, <laughs> Jared Goff rebound, throw no interceptions. That's okay. the main thing. Okay. On that note. Um, I did. I was talking to a um, Ryan Gorsey this past mm-hmm. week at a Fedora guy. Fedora guy. Um, on <clears throat> he writes for cal.scout.com, uh, and I was talking to him about um, Cal football and the practices and stuff. And he did say, you know, um, throughout practice this week, um, golf looks like a man on a mission, like a man on fire. It looks like fall camp all over again. It, um, it looks he apparently has not missed. I think he's missed a total of like two or three passes wow. out of all of the practices. Okay, then. Um, so <laughs> like the '90s tag team, men on a mission. He's yeah. going for it. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a 
maybe that loss to Utah and like the five interception thing was like Denzel Washington in Man on Fire. Maybe it's one of those where someone close to him or something important to him, which was the win and also not throwing interceptions, got taken away from him. And now he's, you know, on a mission to destroy every single other person he faces. Yeah, like Keanu Reeves after they kill his dog and John Wick. That is true. I can't watch that movie. I don't want to see a dog die. Well, I, you know what? Every time I do watch that movie, I've watched it three times, I think, and I, I leave the room every time the, the scene's about to come out where they kill a dog. But granted, they don't show it. You just hear a dog whimper. But I can't do it. I still can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On, keep, we'll keep going. Onward and upward, though. Onward and <laughs> it's upward. It's a happier nose. What do we expect to see? Well, there is going to be a sequel to John Wick on one note. But <laughs> on this note, I expect to see... Just a, a different kind of game. UCLA's strength is in their secondary. They've had trouble stopping the run, which they saw against Stanford. So hopefully one of the running backs, not hopefully, I think one of the running backs will have a good day, 100 yards. I think this is, you know what, I've said this every week, but for me I think this is Lasko's comeback game. Mm-hmm. I think. He needs a comeback game yeah, at this point. He does need a comeback game at this point, but at the same time he's had two weeks to just, not push himself to get ready. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, every week they've been like, oh, is Lasko playing this week? Is Lasko playing this week? Oh, Sonny says, oh, he's practiced. He's suiting up. But, you know, he plays like one or two snaps and he's just not ready. I think, I think this is finally the week where he's 100% ready Sealed. to go. Yeah. And it could, if he, if he does have a comeback game this week, it could not have come at a better time. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Just extra threat. Yeah. Just, and his overall game, you know, going from, just uh, pass blocking to catching out of the backfield to just bulldozing like two, three guys to get us a four-yard gain. Okay. So yeah. I think it's we just need him just back quickly. Yeah. It would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Wholehearted. Yeah. Um, so we kind of touched on this, but uh, I'm looking out for Lasko. Who are you looking out for? Um, let's see him. I don't know at this point. Just defensively, I always end up saying Michael Barton or someone like that. Kyle Cragen. Yeah, Kyle Cragen and his auto parts store. But I'll go offense this week. I'll say Steven Anderson okay. is primed to have a 100-yard game. Oh, oh. It's okay. going to tear him up okay. right over the middle. That's I'm Because UCLA's defense has had a lot of trouble with injuries, they've lost a bunch of people now. That Jack... Loss is Jack. has not been alleviated a single bit. Jack Vander does uh, Moreau. Moreau. Uh, then the key to that one with Jack being out, they're going to be worse in their drops from the linebacker position. Yeah. Wide open holes for Steven Anderson to take advantage of. Plus, he's the guy that seems to know the most about where to sit down in the zones. Yeah. So I I predict that we go to him. We go to that well quite a bit and early. Yeah. yeah, him and uh, Powell should be the guys to get be the uh, recipients of the good times. Yeah. So, um, who am I looking out for? I'm looking out in the secondary. Uh, for me, I think um, Demarie. You know, he looked. He I think he got slightly banged up in that Utah game. So I'm looking for him, seeing if he's healthy. Because yeah. if he's healthy, I mean, he's a 
this is weird for me to say this, but he is the closer for us on that defensive yeah. end. He's every the time, yeah, every time we need an interception, every time we need a key tackle, every time we need just just good press defense, he's brought it. Um, so yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at Hitman. I'm looking at Darius White. Yeah, I'm just, that makes. Perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I think Rosen's one of those guys where he's a confidence player at this point okay. in his career. Um, his confidence has There's dropped significantly. Direct TV Rosen and Cable Rosen. We'll yeah. see which one we get. Yeah. But if our defense can, even if he is Direct TV Rosen, if our defense. They can still be beaten. Yeah. And uh, and our defense can take him and drop him back into Cable TV Rosen, I think we'll be all right. Uh, hopefully we'll get him into like, like. Basic programming Rosen or something like that. We can get to, get a good rush on him. Hulu Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> DSL Rosen. DSL Rosen. Dial up Rosen. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's military computer Rosen. <laughs> like war games or any other notes from the UCLA game that you want to talk about? Uh, no, they just they got destroyed. Honestly, the score makes it look a lot closer than it actually was. Yeah. So I watched the vast majority of that game, and yeah. Stanford's pretty good right now, which pains me to say. Again, not fun. Yeah, I think for them, the only—I I mean, I'm not a UCLA fan, so I can't really talk for them, but I think the one positive takeaway I can take from that Stanford game was Paul Perkins had a really good game. Yeah, he's he's their guy. Yeah, that he ran the ball. The rock. We'll need to stop him, may slam down on him a little bit. Yeah. So as 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 long as we're not cheating, you know, to to take him down on defense, and then we let guys open. Josh Rosen reads it and makes you know like those quick slants and those long deep bombs streaks. Um, I think we'll be all right. I think we might win. So your prediction for this trace? Uh, well, I was almost right last time. Yeah. So close. If we had scored, would have gotten it right yeah. on the nose. But i'm we're currently seven and a half point underdogs that yeah. line should shrink to about three by the end of the week or by thursday so i'm gonna say 35 24 cal wins really yeah you know okay. what i'm a homer but at least i will never bet against us <laughs> um for me uh, maybe it's the optimist in me where I talk every week that this is the week that Jared Goff breaks out or this is the week that one guy breaks out. But as I said, I think this is the game that Lasko breaks out. So on top of that, I think I think this is a real I you know, I was just thinking as we were talking about this, but I think we drop fifty. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I think I think we do it. I think we drop fifty and we keep their offense to under twenty four points. And I then th- I I don't know what else to say. I, I I think that that happens, and we just we say, hey, that U, that Utah game, we could have won it. We just didn't start the game well. If we had started the game well, like we did here against UCLA, we're a pretty good team. Yeah. So I think they work out everything over the bye week. They work out that slow start stuff. They work yeah. out that we only scored in the third quarter stuff. Yes, that's um, a big one. So as long as they work that, I think if they work that all out over the last two weeks, I think we're good. I think yeah. we're going to draw 50. Okay. I could see it happening. I, I'm not sure it's going to, but yeah. I could see it. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, okay, let's move on to the other sports, oh. which uh, Rob has a little more experience in. He went to both uh, Pac-12 Media Day for men's basketball. That I did. I did go to Pac-12 and Media Day. Hoops hysteria yeah. that they had this past Friday. So we'll talk so about the. We'll talk about the. About it. We'll talk about the hoops hysteria first. Yeah. Um, you know, they just they had a they had like a. I think this was a, a middle ground between the. The basketball team saying we don't want to do a midnight madness versus yeah. the marketing team saying we have to do a midnight madness. We see people want it, and yeah. it kind of merged halfway and was like, all right, we'll do something at like seven p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know they filled out the student section. They had like a big um, you know cornhole thing outside. They had a whole bunch of tables set outside for things, and you could go inside, sit in the student section, or go up top and sit in the regular seats. Um, I went up top, sat in the regular seats because I wanted a chair back. I didn't yeah. want to sit in the uh, the benches. Um, but after that, you know, they gave away a lot of prizes to all the students. Uh, they so, made all the students sign in, and they did contests. They gave away a trip to Vegas for ooh. the Pac-12 men's tournament. Um, Hopefully we can win that this year. Yeah. I went to the – one of the times we went to the finals against UCLA when they were absolutely loaded with a Collison, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Flalo. Yeah. Prince Luke Richard and Bamute. I yeah. hate that guy. And yet we have his brother on our team. Yeah. Ike's brother. Yeah. Um, Was there any scrimmaging going on? Uh, so they did a layup line at the very beginning. Um, but, of course, it's a layup line that turned into a dunk contest. Yeah. Um, so it was cool because the layup line was mixed between men's and women's. Yeah. So, you know, you had like, you know, you had uh, Gabby Green throwing up lobs to Ivan. You had Ash Thomas throwing up like off the backboards to Jalen Brown. Like, yeah. That's, so it that's was, great. Yeah, it was really cool to see. Just um, the interaction and the yeah, interplay yeah, between yeah. the two teams. Yeah. And you can tell that they were close too because, yeah. you know, they were like looking at you like, hey, that's a terrible, you know, you, you get the vibes where they're like, hey, dude, that's a te- that was a terrible lob pass to me. Like, and things like that. I want to um, see but needed the ladies to just teach Tyrone how to make his free throws. Uh, Kristen Anigwe, um attempted a dunk three times. Um, she, I, on two of them, she just lost the ball going up. The third one, it just kind of bounced off the rim. It's tough. But I think she could do it. Hands. Yeah, I think she could do it. I really yeah. think she could do it. At some point in the season, I'm pretty sure she'd do it. But yeah. there was two highlights in that dunk, in that dunk thing. Was The first one was um, Jalen Brown. Uh, throws up uh, off the backboard pass between his legs. So he jumps up between his legs, tosses it up at the backboard, lands, runs and jumps again by the time the ball's coming off the backboard and just high points it and just slams it down. Yeah, he's got some crazy athleticism. He's going to be an excellent player. Um, We're going to have a lot of highlights for our future highlight videos. And then uh, I think they did for about five minutes. Right before the buzzer ran out, Roger... Roger, Roger Mute Abidias takes the ball from the left wing, takes about two steps from the three-point line, takes about two steps, no running start, just mm-hmm. jogs about two steps, jumps up and does a full Vince Carter windmill. Like, and it's one of those leaners, too, where he's leaning towards the basket. So you're, you're like, you know, the legs are back, your head's going towards the rim, and he just does a full 360 windmill. On the, and Jesus. I'm looking at that going, where has this been? <laughs> Where? He's had the crazy athleticism. I there were several times last year where I thought he's gonna Just he's gonna get a someone. tip dunk yeah, at yeah. some point. That roof is gonna come off this place, but <laughs> didn't quite get to that. But I think yeah, and Stephen Domingo um, had some nasty nasty power dunks. Ooh, um, so it's good to hear. Yeah, so he can do that too. He can he can lamp some people out. Um, <laughs> there was one point where on one side it was like 
you know, Jalen Brown, everyone's watching there. Um, and then I was looking at the other side and I see like Cole Welly and Sam Singer and <laughs> Sam takes the ball and he jumps up and he, he tries to dunk. He gets his hand on the rim, but it just, yeah. it doesn't go down and you just see him laughing and <laughs> it's just, no one's paying attention to that side at all. Yeah. And I'm looking at that side going, you guys tried, you guys tried to get the hype well, on that side. But, yeah. But you guys couldn't do it. Um, and then, you know, they had like a half, uh, half court shooting thing they had like a um you know around the world thing between the teams they had musical chairs with the players where you had to dribble with a basketball around the musical chairs and then when the music ended you got to make a layup on the other end and then come back and sit um yeah they, so, when they do that promotion at halftime or in the middle of the game whatever i was actually in one of those once i got it? eliminated because the per the other person didn't dribble back to the <laughs> chair and i made a dive for the chair and apparently that's frowned upon so friendly competition it's yeah. friendly competition they don't dribble though everybody cheats it yeah. bothers me man <laughs> i hope they dribbled for this one they did they did good did they did um they made it a point of emphasis to tell people they had to dribble um and then you know the the highlight of the night though was definitely uh they had a dance off yeah. Between the men's and the women's. Of course. Um, good show has a dance hall. Yep. The men's uh, prepped. They did. They did. Uh, they did do pretty well. But the women's, you know, they, they uh, changed their attire. Um, they, they had like a little mixtape of like three different songs. And um, they were it was fully choreographed. It was fully choreographed. So that was really cool to see. Um, and, of course, uh, at one point... Um, you see the women's team walk over to the men's team as if they were challenging them, and you know they're just dancing in front of them. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool it's moment. About to go down. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Uh, you know, and then at the very end, Tyrone Wallace had some words, you know, to talk to the fans and just tell them, you know, this is going to be a great season. I hope you guys come out and support us and all I that stuff. I promise I'll make my free throws. Yeah, that probably that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that, that ultimately that was a great night. Um, a lot of free stuff given away. A t-shirt got thrown in my direction, but I just couldn't stand up in time. Yeah. Um, you know, and there were some ones where, like, they just rocketed. Like, Coach Coach Kai uh, for the women's team, she rocketed through one. Like, she she ziplined it <laughs> at the crowd. They um, got arms. So, you know, and then, you know, when Ivan came out, you know, the crowd went nuts when they when they introduced every player. And Ivan comes out and everyone's because they gave a T-shirt to every single player to, like, come out and throw. Except Ivan (laughs) didn't know it. So when Ivan came out, everyone's, like, jumping up and down. Hey, like, throw me a T-shirt, throw me a T-shirt. Until they realized he just goes and stands in line because they didn't give him a T-shirt to throw. So throwing arms, feeling a little sore. <laughs> He's got to go put some ice on it when he goes back down there. Yeah, um, but also I think the players had a lot of fun because you know Sam Singer, um, Jalen Brown, Ivan, all those guys are on Instagram. They love you know social media stuff. Yeah. So they were Snapchatting As and they every were single person is for age bracket. Yeah, they were Snapchatting. They were Instagramming like with the crowd and with the student section and stuff. So that was cool to see them yeah. interacting and all that. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I think this was a good thing. This was a this was very cool to see. Um, I was talking to Nick Krantz on Twitter, and he was like, "I, I don't remember the last time it happened." Um, for me, it did happen my freshman year um, with Max Zhang dancing. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Almost forgot about that. Guy. Yeah. So if you don't remember, there was a '07. We had a freshman, seven foot one Chinese center, um, to play alongside Devon Harden. <laughs> 
Uh, he did not play that much, nah, to say the least. He didn't but... play that. I think he redshirted that year. Yeah, he did. Then he took the next two years. I think he had a 13-point game against Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Where he uh, blocked uh, Landry Fields' dunk. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, How's that? That one. That's yeah, a good game. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's a lot. It's been a long time since he did one of these, but it was it was good to see. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people had a lot of fun. Whew. Second was the media days this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go uh, listen in on all the press conferences from all the coaches and one player from each team. Yeah. Um, I got to sit down with. Uh, Ty and Coach Martin over lunch just talked to them about the basketball aspects and you know they were asking um, Ty about why he decided to come back and basically he's, he's been saying the same thing he's always said he said we have the chance to do something special this year yeah, and, they, uh, this is the team that in recent memory has the biggest chance to do that Yeah, I mean the year we won what was that 2010 2010 with 2010. Uh, Randall yeah. Christopher. Yeah. And that Theo, was that was a that was a great team. team. That was a great team, but that was an unexpected Pac-12 championship. This is like if if we don't even get if we don't get to second place or if, or if we don't win it, like it's it's uh, yeah, busted it's year. Be, uh, I'll be honest with you. I thought the year that we had Randall PC all those guys that yeah. they were going to win the Pac-12, but just because it was a down time for yeah. the pack. It was the Pac-10 at this yeah. time. And Jerome Randall, to this day, remains the best shooter I've ever seen in person. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He has. He probably has the bulldog of Haas Pavilion, probably has the quickest release I've yeah. seen out of any. I mean, everyone talks about Steph Curry, but for me, in, in person, without and a doubt. Just range-wise, too. What he would do yeah. is amazing. He takes two steps in from, from the half-court line. Yeah. He's and launching them from 28, <laughs> 30 feet, and he's nailing them, no he's problem. Just, he just drains them, and he, just, he does the Nick Young thing where he shoots, and he just turns around, and he knows there it's going to. There was never a better just demoralizing shot for the other team than yeah. one of those. Yeah. I love, I love that team with PC and Theo and, yeah. Patrick Christopher and yeah. his large collection of Nikes. Um, he actually, Christopher got a chance to start with the Jazz last year, I he believe. He did, he did. And then he uh, injured something pretty yeah. badly. Which... He was having a great start, too. Yeah. He was actually playing pretty well. But, uh, yeah, PC, if you are if you are listening to this. Which uh, you're probably not. Which you're probably but not. But my, love you. my Facebook friend. <laughs> Good times. My, my Facebook friend. Uh, him and uh, Justin Forsett. Nice. My two Facebook friends, um, but yeah, that's that's. Uh, so yeah, I got to talk to all of them. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they just talked. To, coach definitely wanted to emphasize the point of defense, defense, defense. He said, "We want to control anything that we can and uh, not worry about other things." And you know, this quote was great because he talked about, you know, on offense, Ty might get thirty points or thirty shots one night. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be able to force off 30 shots the following night. No. That's something you can't control. But and We have a good rotation this year. Yeah. Too. So he's saying the only thing you can control is the amount of, of pressure, the amount of effort you give on the defensive end on every single play, and we're going to control that. And I was like, go for it, coach. That sounds awesome. Let's get him. Yeah. Excited um, for that. I'm definitely excited. Uh so yeah. Uh, also, one thing to note: men's basketball, October thirtieth. That is a Friday night. Um, they are having a blue and gold scrimmage Ooh. for men's basketball. So Intriguing. it is free. It is free for anyone to attend. 
So uh, that'll be a really good chance to for you know I've been to a few of the practices, so I've seen them play. But if you haven't seen them play, even the Australian games, if you have if you weren't up to watch those, this is a great opportunity for anybody to go and watch the team play and see how the team meshes and all the. Granted, and there's reason to be excited this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 and you know, if you're gonna go, go early. Um, watch the layup line. The potentially like a semi dunk contest between yeah. the guys. Um, it's it's fun. It's it's really fun watching those guys, and they're all great guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're smiling. They're having a good time with anything. Conzo seems to tri- be trying to get the best guys possible. Yeah, fit in with the the uh, essentially the academics of Berkeley. Yeah, so, same thing that Coach Dax is doing up there. Yeah. So I, I think the coaching, coaching and recruiting wise, it works out perfectly. And I can't, I can't say this enough about Coach Huffnagel. Uh, it, he's one hell of a recruiter. Yeah. Um, I, from what, from what it sounds like, the amount of relationships that he builds with players, they last. Because he's, you know, I, I follow him on Twitter. He's, he's talking to guys that he recruited at Harvard and things like that, and it's just, he's, he's still in contact with those kids. Um, so. He builds lasting relationships. That's probably why parents and, and kids are more willing to, you know, to say, hey, you can go with Coach Huffnagel. So yeah. I can't say enough about him and what he does for that team. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's going to be great to see. Also, for me, watching Coach, uh, the new coach, new big man coach, Coach Jones, mm-hmm. um, seeing what, bill. yeah, seeing, I mean, we stole him from Patino. So to see what he can do with our big men, um, which our big men are pretty talented i'd say you know ivan's the all-around guy and the athletic yeah. guy we got okoro who's the pure defensive guy yeah and cameron who you know oh he's I, got some offensive moves he was he was draining threes <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be but he is <laughs> he has a he has a really good just a rhythm when he takes shots you know when he gets the ball in his hands and it's just straight pick and pop mode it's it, he has a real great rhythm in how to just just come up and take the shot so learn some stuff from his dad hopefully maybe maybe it is um so yeah that was it for the the basketball stuff um if you do want to read more about the media day stuff i did write an article about it and the quotes that i heard it's on golden blogs um yeah. Also, let me just go over some of the other scores from this week. Uh, men's soccer uh, this week tied Washington 0-0, lost to San Diego State 1-0. The women's team uh, beat OSU 1-0 and beat Santa Clara 1-0. Men's water polo this week in the SoCal tournament uh, had a loss against UCLA 13-8, but also had a win against Stanford 14-11. Don't usually beat Stanford in any water polo, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and then volleyball... Uh, we lost to OSU 3-0, lost to Colorado 3-1, but beat Utah 3-2. So First Pac-12 win of the season. There it is. The, we def- I think that's a morale booster right there. And to, to grind out a five-set win, it's definitely nice. It's tough. Yeah. And then field hockey, we beat Pacific 1-0. Swimming and diving just started up. Uh, men's beat Utah 165-128, to and women's beat Utah as well 174-120. to so, uh, yeah. overall, a That's pretty good win thing for all of Cal Athletics. Except men's soccer. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. We could You'll definitely better, be better. Though. Yeah, yeah. This team is, that team is way more talented than what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? You never know. You know, soccer is a long season. So, I'll do fine. Yeah. Tracy seemed a little tired today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can oversleep. <laughs> I went to bed at 9 o'clock. And I woke up at about 7.30 this morning. So I had a good good 10 and a half hours, but that's just too much. 
I'm I'm yawning so often. Yeah. And I stopped uh, using caffeine. Yeah. So that's a killer. Yeah. Oh, uh, just a just a fun remark or fun story. Um, when I was at Pac-12 Media Days, I was sitting at a. Uh, there were two. There were two rows of tables at the front, and then they had uh, like They're bar sit, desks up sitting top. Sitting with uh, Coach Montgomery. Yeah. Um, he came up to me. And uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Is this seat taken?" I didn't know who it was because I was looking at my computer because I was on, I was tweeting stuff. And I look up and it's Coach Money looking at me, asking if the seat's open. I said, y- "Yes, sir." It's open. You're good. <laughs> yeah. And he sat next to me the entire time, um, joking around uh, with the coaches and stuff. The funniest part was when the head, the last presser of the day, was head officiating. Uh, head of officiating and Montgomery packs up all this stuff and he looks at me he goes and, and then he looks up at the the head officiator he's like ah, sorry Bobby but it's too boring <laughs> and he walks out with this stuff and oh my I, I gosh I feel like officials re- really didn't like him too much yeah yeah I'm pretty sure he didn't um wow. but yeah I did I really wanted to I didn't have the time but I really wanted to ask him about um the Alan Crab shove yeah <laughs> I just wanted to get his retired take on it, not his, you know, post game press conference take of it. Uh, but yeah, I didn't Again, get. Again, I still think that shove worked. It worked. It worked. It definitely worked. But that, you know, I was talking to someone You're else not about this. To do it, but. Yeah, but I was talking to someone else about this, and, and you know, if you look at the history of why that was blown out of proportion, was that week was that whole Rutgers deal, I think it yeah. was. Was it Rutgers? It yeah. was Rutgers, right? That whole Rutgers deal with the bas- with their college basketball coach throwing balls and throwing basketball at the kids' knees and yeah. um, calling them profanities and all sorts of names. Um, Just like any surfaced. good coach. You yeah. Know. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, uh, other than that, uh, Trace, do we want to have a contest this week? Uh, did anyone reply to our contest last week? Not about the UCLA stuff, no. Um. No. Well, let's see. Let me think of something. Yeah. Um, hmm. Since we're playing UCLA this week. Yeah. So we're playing we're... Little Brother. If you have a little brother, tell us a story about your little brother in a time that they tried to get one over on you. You know what? We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll extend on that because a Bruin is a baby, baby female bear. baby female bear, right? If I'm not mistaken. I thought it was just a baby bear. Is it just but... a baby bear? Because their mascot's Joe Bruin. Oh, that so. is true. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll extend it a little bit. You can talk about your little sibling. Yeah, if you don't have a younger brother, I feel bad for you if you have a funny story and you, you I can't am share. the younger brother in my family, so <laughs> they had to put up with me, and I'm sorry to both my siblings. So, <laughs> so if you have a, a younger sibling and you have a funny story, uh, email us, and we will uh, respond to you. We're at cgbbearcast at yep. gmail.com. Yep. We have a shiny new email. Yep, cgbbearcast at barely gmail.com. been broken in. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've... I got one email. Yeah. We've gotten one email. Yeah, which we shared last week. Yeah. Well, no, we got another one this week. Oh. Um, asking about... Um, actually, we should ask this. Uh, someone was asking in uh, Paris. Ooh. In Paris. Uh, is there a place to watch... The Cal game this um, coming week. So if you are a listener and you are in Europe, which is really cool because on SoundCloud now, um, because we upgraded to Pro, we are now able to see the countries of which the listeners are listening from. Nice. We have people from Taiwan listening to this. Good times. We have one person from Korea, but that's my dad. 
I know it's my dad. It only says one next to Korea, and I, my dad listens to this podcast every week. So okay. there's there's that that one is that one isn't. But we got yeah. like three listeners from Taiwan. Nice. Which mind blowing. Well, there's one regular who uh, works in China for CG or one CGB regular that works in China, but that's about all I know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's Taiwan or or China mainland or mainland China. China. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so if you know of any places to watch, I guess NCAA games, right? Because I mean, our games on yeah. ESPN. So any place where you can watch NCAA games in Paris, France. Um, yeah. I can think of ways you could like stream it online, but that doesn't seem to be a a real easy thing to do. Yeah. It's kind of illegal. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't talk about any illegal ways to obtain a stream. No. Um, but yeah. Um, you can email us about those, though. <laughs> uh, we might not answer those emails. Yeah. Or you'll get an email from like some random Gmail or Yahoo account. From the FCC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have any stories about your siblings, funny stories, let us know. Yeah. Um, at cgbbearcast at gmail.com. You can also find all our articles that Trace writes, all the articles that I write. Um, Trace actually wrote a good one about previewing by week. I didn't actually. Oh, you it, didn't finish it. It got shelved because I, it was going to be about Top Dog, but then I realized this: what I'm writing makes absolutely no sense. It's unnecessary, but it will get back at it next week with something more substantive yeah and we'll have an actual real preview of uh one of our writers will actually do a real preview of the ucla game so keep on lookout on our website californiagoldenblogs.com you can also tweet at us at golden blogs you can also tweet at me at rob 11 hwang you can tweet at trace at trace travers three the number three not spelled out three and uh so yeah if you have any questions comments uh things you want to Want us to talk about the next show? Email us, tweet at us. Yeah. Uh, we're more Do than whatever you feel. We're more than happy to accommodate. Um, but other than that, uh, that's it's a short week, so um, yeah. Podcast will be up um, next Monday again. Yeah. So other than that, so go Bears, go Bears. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole story.